Hello, dear listener, and welcome to another episode of Contemplations with Coulter. Here's what I'm thinking about this week, or the last couple weeks, actually, Um, because I'm a little behind in getting this one out. Pain and discomfort. I've been thinking a lot about pain and discomfort, and, and in particular, the efforts that I have gone to in my life to avoid pain and discomfort and how that avoidance often results in more pain <laughs> and discomfort and it's it's not always real pain and discomfort either right sometimes it's perceived and this is this is the particularly tricky thing about being human in my book is that um, the same stress response can be Uh, produced in the body by a thought of something and not just the reality of it, right? Um, I always, I I remember when I was in graduate school doing my my very first counseling internship, uh, my supervisor and I used to do this training on, on stress response and management. And there was this video we always showed of this 80s, you know, long curly haired, hippie biologist talking about the stress response in animals. And, and he talked about how a zebra, you know, out, out on the plane, um, the stress response kicks in when they, when they sense danger, right? When a lion is close, when a lion is, is attacking them, they, their stress response system kicks into gear. So the adrenaline sort of floods the muscles to produce enough uh, extra energy to to run right to escape Um, their senses are heightened uh, to be able to pay attention to what's happening around them and get to where they need to go right all of that happens and then when the danger is gone that stress response diminishes and they go right back to grazing and he talked about how in in humans you know we've constructed all of these societal uh structures around us that produce all this stress, you know, like sitting in traffic, whatever else. And then we get in our minds about these things. And just by thinking about things, we're able to produce that same physiological stress response. And then we never get out of it. And sometimes I find myself experiencing a lot of pain and discomfort in reaction to things that are not necessarily real, right? They're fears. I I have found myself avoiding a lot of opportunities in my life because of fears of uh, being mocked or, you know, being seen to not know what I'm talking about or, you know, generally around how I'm perceived because uh, I'm a bit of an egoist and I care about how I'm perceived. It's always fear-based, right? Very often that that perceived pain and discomfort that I'm experiencing is fear-based. And if I lean into that, I, I can learn to challenge those fears a little bit, to embrace them and to discover that very often the thing I'm fearing is is either not real or non-existent or it's not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. I learn that I can... I can survive this thing that I thought I couldn't make it through. And I'm stronger as a result, right? If I can lean into those fears. 
And then I think about the real pain and discomfort in my life. The pain that is not necessarily just in reaction to a fear, you know, something that's perceived, not necessarily something that's real or in front of me, but the pain associated with loss and grief. Those, those pains are very real also. And I, I tend to want to avoid them just as much as my perceived pains and discomforts related to fears, right? I do all sorts of things to avoid them, to not feel those deeply sorrowful feelings that come with loss, those feelings of anger, of, of depression, of guilt and remorse, and all of, all of the stages of grief and all of those things that come with loss, right? But again, if I find that if I can lean into those if I can allow myself to embrace those feelings, to create space for them, then I grow from that also. I become stronger and I'm able to stand and hold my head held high and face the world with my scars, right? With the pain and then the healing that has come from that pain. I can become stronger if I lean into that, if I embrace it. But if I avoid it, it generally just gets worse, right? And in my particular case, the behaviors that I choose to engage in when I'm avoiding pain and discomfort are often very destructive to my health and to those around me. And so there's consequences for that avoidance, right? generally negative and there's consequences generally positive for leaning into those areas of pain and discomfort that I'm so often trying to avoid. You know, I was talking with a good friend of mine last week uh, about this idea as I've been kind of kicking around and thinking about it in my own life. And, and he talked about, you know, from, from an evolutionary sort of biological perspective, you know, pain receptors were developed in the body as a signal to the brain that something needed to get paid attention to. And if, if we didn't have the ability to feel pain, you know, we would have the potential of risking pretty severe bodily injury and potentially even death to ourselves. So that pain pays, plays a very important role and keeping us alive and keeping us healthy, right? And keeping us strong. It tells us that we need to pay attention to something that a part of ourselves may need a little bit more tender, loving care, a little bit more attention, right? And so when I avoid those signals, when I seek to dampen them, to soften them, to numb those signals of either physical or emotional pain, right? I'm, I'm ignoring those things that are saying, Hey, I need attention. And if I can lean in and pay attention to those things, what might happen and what ways might I grow and develop and become stronger? And so this is what I've been thinking about the last couple of weeks and really 
looking in my own life at the trade-offs of avoiding my pain and discomfort versus leaning into it and embracing it, challenging some of those fears, paying attention to those parts of myself that need a little extra attention, a little extra tenderness, a little extra care. And I'm finding a lot of meaning in that. And so I'm hoping that this strikes something with one of you who is listening. So here's my takeaway challenge for this week. Just sort of the overall reflective question of, you know, what role have pain and discomfort played in your growth and development? But, but the challenge is really this. Are there any areas in your life where you've been avoiding some pain and discomfort that might be signaling to you a part of yourself that needs some more attention or tenderness or signaling to you some fears that you may need to address as part of your growth and development? What are those areas for you and in what ways can you lean in? Can you pay attention to those parts of yourself that need attention and push yourself to embrace those fears that need to be challenged? So once again, thank you all for listening. And I look forward to joining you again, hopefully in a week. Take care.